0: great one. Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk
1: KBOI. Underway for a Friday morning. Welcome to the almost beginning of the weekend. It is open phones Friday. Once again, Every day is about open phones, but Friday specifically about anything that you would like to talk about. doesn't even have to be on topic. If you've been wanting to bring something up and we haven't talked about it, that's what Friday is all about. You can bring it up and uh, talk about it, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, You can email Chris at KBY.com, Mike at KBY.com. You can also text us, same as our main number.
2: As is the case with every weekend in August, it is a two-day weekend
1: damn it august
2: has let's see how many official holidays
1: none oh wait a minute it's not a two-day weekend uh for you you got well, a, that's true you got a nine-day weekend
2: right well yeah because i have to take i mean i'm supposed to take i mean i'm taking next week off
1: <laughs> so chris will be taking next week off and then mm-hmm. uh the weekend the next weekend it'll be a one two three four five five day weekend for me that's true
2: you're going to a wedding no no? Next weekend's golf tournament. Oh, next weekend's golf tournament. Yeah. It's wedding, wedding. Wedding's
1: uh in September. Wedding's in Okay, yeah. I I got that wrong now. Yeah. We are in the planning process. My son is getting married uh in uh, September. Mm-hmm. Chef Wally and his new company just Cater It by Chef Wally is doing uh both the um the wedding food for the wedding. So they uh my son met with him last night to uh, hammer out their menu and uh they're also doing the rehearsal dinner which we are hosting at our house um we've hired him to do that for us also yeah, so cool. we're starting to hammer out that i think i think we're doing barbecue here's, for the rehearsal dinner and i think mm-hmm. my son is doing uh taco night here, for here's the oh well, i like that here here's
2: how i would uh, negotiate with chef wally okay i know everything you make is good so bring some of it
1: <laughs> we were talking about some of the stuff that he has done here uh since he got his truck going mm-hmm. um absolutely amazing it's stuff you're not going to find like like he can get um crawdads now and, and do a crawdad boil he just did a crawdad boil and i'm like i don't even know if any place else here does crawdads even in a restaurant in the treasure valley i go that's awesome um,
2: I, I think the uh, the there,
1: there's a one or two cajun seafood places that do that do crawdads yeah. So I mean, he can do a craw, crawdad boil. He talked about a a party that he just did uh, for somebody. It was a fairly small party, um, <laughs> like thirty five people. That he did a crab boil, so he just did all this crab, and then uh, you know they they put it on a big tail table on butcher paper, like you've you've probably been to restaurants where they just drop everything in front of you on a instead of on a plate well, yeah on, it's on like like a, like, yeah. A, like a crab feed yeah. yeah and then you just go and or smash your own crab and and eat a clam, eat it a clam like a yeah. clam bake yeah like, speaking there. of clams he says he mm-hmm. has a connection and uh just did a party where they did uh clams also so yeah i i'm looking really forward after he told me all that i'm like gosh maybe i don't want to do a my Thank f-
2: you. my favorite thing at uh, clam bakes is they usually have uh, red potatoes and corn on the cob which mm-hmm. i can probably eat from now till <laughs> the end of
1: time uh the uh, dow futures uh, as of right now um and granted we're uh hour and a half ahead of the uh official opening up 70 points now this is going to be interesting to watch once again this morning because we are expecting uh jobless rate news official news to come out here sometime probably before we talk with uh jeremiah bates um so it's interesting because like like we we've said in the past as you watch this and the news comes out stock market has already made their predictions on what they think will happen when that doesn't agree you can see a big either huge hundred we saw hundred two point two hundred point drop um over about two seconds here earlier this mm-hmm. month when the news didn't match what was uh Wall Street was expecting. So it'll be interesting to see um as that news starts to come out if it is what Wall Street expects and the stock market futures stay the same or uh if we see a big jump or a big drop one way or the other. If, if you hear anyone say uh something that starts with
2: I'm counting on the stock market to and then fill in the blank uh <laughs> I would advise them to do something else.
1: Yeah. Um there's not nobody can predict what the stock market does i mean there are people that are better at it than others but no well, there are people if, who do it for if a you living could do it who
2: you know don't get it right all the time
1: if you could do it 100 percent of the time you'd be a bazillionaire
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh,
1: but unfortunately nobody does that um other news we're talking about uh this morning um senator Kristen cinema has ended her silence on what she is going to uh do uh about the inflation reduction act that has no chance of reducing inflation according to experts but um we we thought that she would hold out and get something in return for her vote and she did um we'll talk about that coming up here might be some good news for some corporations too because it was something that uh, corporations were not really big and in favor of um, so oh, we'll talk God. about
2: that. Thank God for that. They, they get the, the shaft so off.
1: <laughs> um, that is news that we'll be talking about this morning. Um, um, what else we got? Oh, uh, we got a concert tonight. Forgot about that. Um, and we have concert tickets that uh, we will be giving away. Jody Messina is going to be at the Revolution Concert House tonight. If you haven't got your tickets yet, um, we still have two pair of tickets. And we, I promise, will give these away before ten o'clock this morning, and because we have two pair, for those of you who are up early listening to us this morning, going to pay off for you. You won't have to compete about uh, with all those other people who are lazy and sleep in. By the way, which I would be one. Um, I even talked about this yesterday with those, a friend of mine. It's like those
2: horribly lazy, fortunate
3: people.
1: <laughs> it's like you know what? What's what's the most frustrating thing about uh, working at KBOI? And I, I, I titled him, You know what? If I could get up and do the morning show at, say, 9 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> this would be the most perfect job ever. I go, that's I the only thing I can complain about is getting up at 3.45 in the morning. I just saw a report
2: yesterday, uh, and it was uh, based on a bunch of scientific and educational research that said, you know, those schools that start classes at like 7 or 7.30 in the morning, yeah, uh, the kids don't do as well overall. In uh, in high school, I mean, in in, in classes, uh, junior high, high school, and in life afterward, as, really? the, as the kids who don't start till 9 or after.
1: Hmm. I bet that's true of uh, talk show hosts, too.
2: Well, I, I would just think undoubtedly.
1: We can file yeah. suit something against it. Speaking of... uh for present lo- company not accepted, Speaking right? of lawsuits, we've got lawsuit news for you, too, this morning. Alex Jones um going to have to come up with at least... $4.1 million for the first case that has gone to court. There are more cases, well, they by the way. Even,
2: They haven't even got to the punitive part yeah. yet, which is usually where they give them $100 million.
1: Punitive damages, uh, they go back to court this morning. So the $4.1 million um, is a lot and said that you know anything he had said earlier, anything over $2 million was going to break him. Um, so he's already over that. And punitive damages have been have not been awarded now there's a possibility there could be no punitive damages awarded true um, um but yeah, if they do award punitive damages, usually it's for a lot more than the uh original damages it so it could be anywhere
2: from zero to a number that you can't fit on one piece of paper
1: mm, pretty much also um eleven live golf players have filed lawsuit to challenge the p g a tour suspensions. We need to talk about it. I, I'm curious what everybody thinks, or do we, you even care, because it's just, this is one of those things where millionaires are upset at billionaires, and <laughs> um, I don't think there's anybody going to win. It, 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 there's, there's a couple of interesting facets to this, but we'll talk about that coming what up here you, this morning. What would you do if you were a golfer? I mean, you've, you've got a choice of uh, continue with the tradition and make a
2: certain amount of money, or these guys want to give you even more money to pretty much just show I, up. That's, that's what I
1: mean. I, it, it's like I, I don't understand... You know, and some of the arguments don't make sense either, too. We'll talk a little bit about it, get your input. Like I said, it is open phones Friday. Let's get our first check at what's going on, uh, in sports this morning. I'm guessing you're going to be talking about one of the things that I realized last night that is awesome because we will not have another week this year where we don't have football. going on um as a matter of fact we won't have that until february of next year exactly this update brought to you by fat guys fresh delhi don't forget it's friday and when you get into fat guys you love clam chowder the best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere is at fat guys fresh delhi in east boise and in meridian the 2022 nfl season has begun
2: the preseason anyway last night in canton ohio the las vegas raiders beat jacksonville 27 to 11 It was the first Raider game for new head coach Josh McDaniels, who is a native of Canton, Ohio, and it was the first Jaguar game for new head coach Doug Peterson. Both teams had a number of starters who did not play. Quarterback Derek Carr and wide receiver Devontae Adams sat out the game for the Raiders. The Jaguars, before the game, presented a list of 21 players who would not be suiting up, including quarterback Trevor Lawrence. The number one pick in this year's NFL draft, Jacksonville's Trayvon Walker, was called for roughing the passer on the first play from scrimmage. Notice, though, he did reach the passer. Jarrett uh, Stidham, Austin Walter, and Amir Abdullah all scored rushing touchdowns for Las Vegas. Jags running back Nathan Cottrell caught a pass for his team's only touchdown. The next preseason games will be this coming Thursday night, six days from today. The Giants will visit New England, and Baltimore will host the Titans. Then there are a number of games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that, that weekend as well. That's sports.
0: Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
4: A moose was
5: wandering around Eagle this morning. Yes, you heard right, a moose. Idaho Fish and Game first heard reports of a young bull moose seen an eagle last night. And this morning, he was spotted again close to State Street. And this is the second moose spotted in the Treasure Valley area. The other moose you can see right here was roaming in Hidden Springs roughly two hours ago, though. Fish and game were able to find and capture the moose, and he's currently being transported
1: to a safe location. <laughs> that moose is going to wake up and go, wait a minute. How, how did I get here? <laughs> this is not my life. How cool is that? um moose right in downtown It it's cool long, it can be dangerous
2: how long can this go on
1: um eagle police said the moose was about six feet tall weighed six to seven hundred pounds said that it pretty much kept to himself while strolling through uh downtown eagle munching on leaves until fishing game arrived however uh moose um you know as cool as it is can be extremely dangerous one of the most dangerous animals in the wild in the united states as dangerous some people believe as as bear for instance, um, because uh, they will just attack for no reason just because... They don't scratch and bite quite as much as a
2: bear, but they will hurt you just the same. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and and, 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 like I said, kind of cool considering this is a fairly, you know, big urban area, biggest in Idaho, to have wildlife. But, hey, if you're one of those people that just moved to Idaho, keep in mind, even though you live in the city, um, I mean, you look at this year we've had bear, we've had cougar, We've had, and I'm talking the animal kind of cougars spotted, um, and now a couple of different sightings of moose here just within the last few weeks. You would think that they would stay, you know, as hot as it's been here, <laughs> that they would stay more towards the mountain areas where it's much, much cooler, but apparently not. Anyway. The, uh, well, they can
2: come down here and, you know, if, if, if they can possibly go unnoticed, they can run through sprinklers.
1: The people of... Uh, Eagle are are now safe from this moose. Moose, it has been uh, now relocated to uh, a place where they think it'll be a little more happy. I don't know. He he may have. He or she, I'm, I, I don't know how it identifies, may have been more happy uh, being able to be in downtown England. Believe me, know.
2: it doesn't know how it identifies either, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> open Phones Friday. Once again, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, anything you want to talk about, feel free. Uh, you can bring it up today. doesn't even have to be something necessarily that we are currently talking about, but that's what Open Phones Friday. It's all about you. It's all, all about you every Friday. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's. Place to go if you want to save money on gas. Gasoline, you can get in and uh, save up to a dollar forty per gallon, thirty cents instantly just by getting a uh, full service car wash. You got ten cents for your Chevron gas card, and if you have an Albertsons Rewards card, you can get another dollar off. So even though gas prices are going down, you can have it go down even a whole bunch more. And remember, it's only at Fast Eddie's in Meridian.
6: Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper
0: and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News
1: Talk, KBOI. Sup? 641, open phones Friday, 208 336 3700, pound 670. Your Verizon Wireless, you can also call us toll free from wherever you might be listening this morning at 1 800 529 5264. Man, there is a a lot of things going on uh, this weekend. We told you about the Hometown Breakfast. Great way to kick off your weekend. Um, Also, there's going to be a comedy show going on um, called Two Witnesses, One World. Michael Clive, Patrick Dardis, um, conservative comedy, politics, all that included uh, Michael Clive, by the way, uh, veteran entertainer, impressionist, comedian for over 30 years. You may have heard some of the uh, commercials for this show is going to be going on this weekend. Um, just does an absolute spot on Donald Trump impression, among others. Um, anyway, he's going be, they're going to be in the studio with. It's coming up this morning at about eight thirty-five. We will also have tickets for you to win to that for this weekend um, tonight. Jody Messina is going to be at the Revolution Concert House for a live concert. We have tickets to give away to that if you'd like to go there. And this is also uh, CUNA Day's celebration. That gets underway tonight. We'll be going on uh, through Sunday. It goes at Bernie Fisher uh, City Park kicking off tonight at 4 o'clock, running through Sunday. This year's theme, tailgating party, featuring a host of vendors and activities. <laughs> what a, what a great theme. Um, community members will be able to enjoy live music. They have a reptile adventures exhibit, a beer garden. Movie to be played at the East Baseball Field, this year's movie, Remember the Titans. By the way, if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor, get out there and watch it. Fantastic football movie based on a true story, by the way. The bulk of activities, though, will occur tomorrow. The day starts off with a pancake breakfast. Mmm, pancakes. That'll be going on at the basketball courts. Breakfast will be followed by a fun run. There's two words that should never go together, (laughs) by the way. Um, also feature events. Um, fun, the, fun
2: dip. Those two yeah. words go together.
1: Um, I, I like this. The second annual mullet catwalk will be happening where contestants will compete for the longest, thickest, most spirited, and best overall mullets. Right if on. CUNA Day's parade will happen uh, Saturday also. A youth mud obstacle course and a pet costume contest. And then the event will conclude with a fireworks show in the uh, park. If you need more information on CUNA Day's which, like I said, gets underway four o'clock this afternoon. You can check out the Cuna uh, Days Facebook page, or go to CunaChamber All right, that's the way it's spelled. But it's
2: Kuna. I know it's
1: Cuna. There, there Kuna.
2: was uh, something on uh, Facebook the other day. People wanted to know what uh, what places do people mispronounce, you know, around you. And I thought, well, geez. Just about There's so many. Any place around here that has a French name or even comes closer to an Indian name usually is mispronounced. Um I, but places like We I been I
1: yeah, I once heard nespers mispronounced because they thought it was a French name. This was in Sun Valley. Oh
2: like Ney Per se or something? ne per
1: se. It's like, yeah, it's right off ne Per se drive, and it's like Ney per se. It's like, how do you spell that? And then they spelled Nespers. And I go, that's not oh, pronounced nay right. per se. And it's like, yeah, it's a French word. And I go, no, it's an Indian word. It's <laughs> Nespers taken after the Nespers Indians. Like, oh. Actually I, it, actually, I
2: think it is French, but we don't pronounce it the
1: French <laughs> way. Nay, ne, I've never heard, other than that one person, I've never heard it pronounced nay per se.
2: But you, but you hear like, you know, Lake, in Lake Pendoriel this morning.
1: <laughs> what? Corrie de little Laine. Time for a check on what's going on Seward, uh, with sports. Sewer Brought to you by Fat Guy's Fresh Deli <laughs> in Meridian, the place to go for lunch Monday uh, through Saturday. Both locations are open beginning at 1030 in the morning. And don't forget, today is Friday. That means clam chowder day. Uh, the poor Anaheim Angels. In a season that has turned into a titanic struggle for the Los Angeles Angels, the Halo had a big night last night, tying a major league record with, count 7 solo home runs including two home runs by who I think is the best player in baseball right now Shohei Ohtani but there's a big but here in a microchasm of what their season has been so far even with the record setting seven home runs they suffered another painstaking defeat they still lost to the Oakland Athletics 8 to 7 wow the seven home runs were the only Runs scored by the Angels. The Angels, by the way, are the first team in Major League Baseball history to hit seven solo home runs and score no other runs in the game. Really? They're also the sixth team to hit seven home runs and lose. <laughs> Los Angeles was uh, 24-13, if you don't remember, and tied with the Houston Astros for the AL West lead after beating Oakland on all the way back on May 15th. In the next series, they played the Seattle Mariners, where a bench clearing draw happened that saw seven players and the manager from the Angels get suspended. Since then, the Angels have gone 20 and 48 and are a season low 17 games under 500. And they're
2: also 24 games back of the Astros.
1: Mm-hmm. The tailspan has included a 14 game losing streak, which happened immediately after the Mariners' brawl. The firing of Joe Madden on June 7th, blowing a uh, four-run eighth-inning lead at Philadelphia on June 5th, and a wild bench-clearing brawl that I told you about against the Seattle Mariners. Another lost season. Another season where you have, arguably, two of the best players in Major League Baseball, Mm -hmm. or, or at least... If they're not the best players, you have to say both of them are two of the best five players in Major League Baseball Mike See, Trout, the,
2: Shohei Ohtani. The Nationals have the worst record in baseball. They're 36 and 71, but they also have an excuse. Uh, every time they've had any players in the top 100, they've traded them, <laughs> they've away. them
1: away. So, uh, anyway, the season continues. KBY News Times, 647.
6: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: Well, as we uh, said, there's Jobs report was due out this morning, and apparently not what uh stock market expected because we saw a 270-point turnaround <laughs> within a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Dow was up over 70, now down 214 points. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates on the way in the coming hour. Also, uh, after 8 this morning, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty at 208-888-4128. We've got a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue. Our question today... Tourists traveling to Monaco love going to the famous casino in Monte Carlo. But people who live in Monaco hate this casino because of one specific reason. What is it that they don't like the casino for uh, in Monte Carlo? If you know the answer, stick around. Coming up, you can win after 8.
6: Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now
1: back to Mike
6: Casper
0: and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
7: Arizona Democrats Kirsten Cinema had kept Washington guessing really for many days. But overnight, she announced she is ready to move forward after leaders agreed to scale back some of their tax proposals, dropping a $14 billion tax increase on some wealthy hedge fund managers and tweaking a new minimum tax on corporations that could help some manufacturers. The Senate is expected to be in over the weekend to begin voting on this. You could see final passage early next week. The president stands ready to sign this as soon as possible. But a reminder here of the big picture. This would be the largest investment in fighting climate change in U.S. history. It is expected to help lower healthcare premiums and prescription drug costs. And it would increase, of course, taxes on big corporations and the wealthiest Americans. The president is promising that this will bring down inflation and save you money.
1: That's what the president is promising, even though bipartisan studies have showed that uh, it is going to slightly increase inflation and not it's, decrease uh, inflation. Apparently, it's,
2: yeah, it's supposed to increase it until 2024, at which time it will uh, begin to decrease. That's what I read yesterday. Yeah,
1: and I've seen uh, reports that it'll be 2026 before it'll start to decrease inflation. Even if it's 2024... Um, Not going to help for the uh, next uh, election for president or the midterms coming up. Um, Democrats are also um, findings from the Tax Foundation. Nonpartisan group that advocates for lower taxes shows the initiative could eliminate roughly 30,000 full-time positions from the U.S. economy also. Would also reduce average after-tax incomes for taxpayers across every income bracket over the long term by reducing... Long-run economic growth, this bill may actually worsen inflation by constraining the productivity capacity of the economy, according to the analysis. Kristen Sinema, of course, once uh, Senator Manchin signed on to this bill, all of a sudden became uh, the most powerful senator in the Senate because they need her vote to get to 50-50 because Republicans have all said that they're going to vote against this. So she hadn't, for the last uh, over a week, hadn't said if she was going to support it or not. And then uh, when Senator Manchin said the agreement had been made, she said she was adamant that uh, she wasn't going to sign on unless there were changes to uh, the bill. And she got those changes yesterday. She's now receiving backlash over her agreement to back the Inflation Reduction Act on the condition that a tax break for the wealthy hedge fund managers be preserved. We had told you about this earlier Uh this week. She didn't want the uh, tax break called the uh, loophole, interest loophole, um, to be in the bill. She got her wish. It has been officially taken out. Closing the loophole, which allows hedge fund managers and private equity firm executives to be taxed at the 15% capital gains tax rate. instead of the significantly higher income tax rates paid by most Americans, would have provided the government with an estimated $14 billion in revenue over a decade. <coughs> Excuse me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can see you're choked up about this. Mm-hmm. Or you're allergic to uh, you money. Know, money. Uh, well, that and BS.
1: Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act is likely to pass now after winning the support of Kristen Sinema. She officially announced that last night. Um James Gleek, an author, tweeted, So cinema gets a chance to wield power, and how does she use it? To preserve an obscene fourteen billion dollar tax giveaway that specifically benefits the richest and most useless people on the planet, hedge fund managers. <laughs> Ouch.
2: <laughs> in 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 movies and TV shows, hedge fund managers don't get they, they don't get much sympathy. No. No matter what happens.
1: While the bill will no longer end the tax loophole, Democrats said that they are expected to make up the lost revenue by adding an excise tax on stock buybacks, according to a report from CNN. Biden did not mention cinema's loophole demand while uh, praising the deal as another critical step toward reducing inflation and the cost of living for America's families. That will be, remain to be seen. So anyway, it looks like uh, we're going to get to uh, see a vote on this or do. Mm-hmm. Congress is due for a vacation, much-needed vacation because of how hard they work. Aren't we all? Um, when's the last time you had a month-long vacation?
2: A month-long vacation? Yeah. Mm, 1984.
1: When you got out of high school? No, no. I was,
2: <laughs> I was in college and... Uh, there was about a month toward the end of the, the summer where I uh, was going on vacation and stuff like that. So I, I quit the part-time job that I had that summer in the first of August. Then I didn't get another job until September. So I guess that was a month-long <laughs> vacation, yeah. even though I spent most of it in Twin Falls.
1: It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be
2: nice if I could do that now. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Every, once a year, you get a month-long vacation. Actually, yeah. I get a couple of them, I guess. Um, so anyway, before they leave home, Biden wants to see a vote on this, so they'll, they're expected to... Come back to uh, work this weekend, try to work through it, get it voted on, get it uh, all done, and then uh, to President Biden's desk before they uh, leave on sabbatical, vacation, whatever you want to call it uh, that will be happening next week. It is open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through, if you want to talk about uh, the new Inflation Reduction Act, formerly known as the Build Back Better Bill. Although they had to take a whole bunch of money instead of three <laughs> trillion dollars is' now uh just close to a billion dollars mm-hmm. um, they've scaled that back quite a bit. You can weigh in on that um you can also weigh in on anything you want because it is open phones Friday as I said two oh eight three three six thirty seven hundred um Josh writes in on a subject we were talking about yesterday micron um and the fact that you know with the uh chips bill that was recently. Uh, past we we ask you know if micron does indeed want to expand here in boise you know is that a good thing do you think or is it a bad thing because it would add about ten thousand jobs because they're looking to do a mega fabrication plant and that's that i i personally said i don't think it's going to happen because if they're looking for a mega plant just boise idaho doesn't have the employees so they'd have to be bringing employees from other places instead of as as much as that area
2: as much as I think that would be a good idea to put one around here. I bet it doesn't happen.
1: Um, Josh writes in, how many jobs will this provide Idahoans, let alone American citizens? Let's be real. It's going to provide more jobs to immigrants. Will this deal reflect the kind of kickbacks Micron will get from additional immigrants they will bring to Idaho, or is Micron going to receive additional breaks from our lovely big government? Micron needs to spend some big money towards the infrastructure, especially in southeast Boise. You know who it'll provide jobs to or applicants there you go. Uh, and not only applicants, but you have to be trained. It's not like, hey, um, you know, I just got out of high school. Yeah. I don't know anything about chips or manufacturing. Can I have a job? Well, what's your training? What's your qualifications? Well, I don't have any. No. Come back to us when you have a uh, training. on, yeah,
2: it. Or some sort of, at least some sort of uh, engineering classes under your belt.
1: 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless get back to more of your phone calls and emails on the way right now it's time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning it's brought to you by fat guys fresh deli the place to go for lunch and uh you want you want a great tasting delicious sandwich you're going to find it over 30 sandwiches to choose from and keep in mind this is the cool thing every single sandwich that fat guys fresh deli serves can be turned into a wrap if you'd much rather have a wrap or a salad if you're trying to eat healthy Get into Fat Guy's Fresh Deli today. Don't forget, today is also Clam Chowder Day. Best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli.
2: A Russian judge Thursday sentenced WNBA star Brittany Griner to nine years in a penal colony. They have those there. After finding her guilty of bringing illegal drugs into Russia. The U.S. and Russia are already discussing a prisoner exchange to return Griner to the United States. She's been incarcerated in Russia since mid-February, almost six months Russian penal colonies are known for torturing prisoners, forcing them to work 16 hours uh, of hard labor a day, forcing them to watch uh, constant Russian state propaganda, uh, you know, on repeat, and routinely having them beaten by other inmates. Not a place you want to go. John Kirby, the spokesman for the U.S. National Security Council, said conversations are ongoing regarding negotiations to have Greiner and American soldier Paul Whelan released from Russian custody. In exchange, Russia has expressed interest in the U.S. giving up arms dealer Victor Boot, who has been in prison here since 2011 after attempting to sell anti-aircraft weapons to buyers for the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, who turned out to actually be American Drug Enforcement Agents. That's sports. Time for the Morning Market Report.
6: Powered by CapEd Credit Union.
0: Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise.
1: 723, Jeremiah Bates with us uh, once again this morning. Uh, we talked about this about an hour ago. stock market was up uh, over 70 points an hour ago, and we said that it's going to be interesting to watch when the official numbers of the job reports come out and how uh, the stock market react. Oh we saw um, within uh, minutes about a 270-point drop in the futures. Um, and, and in in hearing what came out, it seems like this is good news, but the stock market does not like it
8: no it's uh it's just going back to what we talked about you know really every time we've seen a jobs report uh so go to the upside or beat expectations it's just a form of good news which is bad news for the market and it's pretty wild though to look at the statistics because if you go back to between march march 2020 through april 2020 there was 22 million u.s jobs that were lost so, since that time, we've had 22 million jobs added back with this recent high that we saw in July. So, the greatest jobs comeback in history is officially complete. Now, when we're looking at the reaction for the July jobs report, uh, it just beat expectations. Economists expected the U.S. economy to gain 258,000 jobs. There was 528,000 jobs in July created. So far exceeding expectations. So it's showing the continued strength in the labor market despite the rising of interest rates and the high inflation. You also have the unemployment rate dropping down um, from month over month. So... Well, it's it's hard not to be excited for you know unemployment low and Americans getting actually getting paid more because you're seeing actually wage growth increase as well. It's it's going to drive higher spending because if people are making money, continue to have jobs and making more money, they will continue to spend and that higher spending will contribute to the inflation numbers that we've seen and that's also going to kind of put a wrench in expectations on corporate earnings it's going to make the federal reserve very active and likely federal reserve chairman jerome powell will pivot based on those recent comments that were made at their last meeting so the market's reacting and saying well Crap! The market, uh If if we're not seeing the economy slow down, and those expectations of the Federal Reserve slowing down aren't there, then we then we got to recalculate. And that's why we saw futures drop. You're seeing the yields uh, and bonds continue to drop. Prices are going down. So our yields are going up. Prices are going down. So we're seeing a little bit of a of a knee jerk reaction in the markets right now. Where on the flip side, you know the 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 argument against a recession, it's going to pour hard, it's going to pour cold water on anyone advocating that we have a recession as we continue to see a strong strong jobs market. So definitely a form of uh, good news, but it's also bad news. Yeah.
1: All right. Um. Thank you. We'll uh, get an update uh, after the market opens. Looks like it's going to be opening about uh, two hundred uh, points. In the red, at least on the Dow. Almost 200 points on the NASDAQ also. Um, And then we'll get an update from you here in about an hour, plus when the market closes at 12 noon. After that, you have the weekend off. You've done such a great job. Have the weekend off, and we'll talk to
6: you Monday morning.
8: I appreciate it, gentlemen. Have a good
6: one. Have a good weekend. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Alex Jones has made a career off peddling conspiracy theories, one of them being that the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre was a hoax. On the witness stand facing questions on Wednesday, Jones changed his tune, saying he does now believe Sandy Hook was real. Uh, It's 100% real. He said he came to realize it was real after meeting with victims' families, but he's blaming the media for still saying he had denied Sandy Hook.
7: It's incredible. They won't let me take it back. They just want to keep me in the position of being the Sandy Hook
1: man. Alex Stone, EBC News. So, $4 million, Jones views this as a victory. He said so afterwards, that uh, $4 million um, in uh, compensatory damages to the parents of the 6-year-old boy killed at Sandy Hook Massacre was a victory because they were suing for $150 million.
2: However, they have not yet uh, dis- decided upon the, uh, the punitive uh, penalty that hell have to pay, and that's generally where the big numbers come in.
1: Now, there is a possibility that there could be no punitive damages also. Mm-hmm. They go to trial uh, back to court uh, a little bit later this morning to decide if there would be uh, punitive damages and how much those possibly could be. Jones, who has portrayed the lawsuit as an attack on the First Amendment rights, conceded during the trials you heard there that the attack was 100% real. Barry Covert, Buffalo, New York First Amendment lawyer, who is not involved in the Jones case, said that the $4 million in compensatory damages was lower than he would have expected, given the evidence and testimony. But he says, I don't think Jones can take this as a victory. The fact is $4 million is significant, even if we might have thought it would be a little higher Jurors often decline to award any punitive damages after deciding on compensatory figure, but when they choose to uh, do the punitive amount is often higher in court, as we mentioned. Said experts, or he expects the parents' attorneys to argue that jurors should send the message that no one should profit off defamation.
2: This is... uh This is the result of of, uh, one family suing him, but more than 20 have actually filed suit against him, correct? Yes. So if they all end up getting about the same judgment, that's going to be a a great deal of money.
1: It's interesting because uh, he said anything over $2 million would uh, break him. Um, However, this
2: all came out. He's got some interesting ways of accounting. I was reading yesterday where he has something like $60 million in uh in assets because he uh you know he he pedals a a certain kind of vitamins or drugs or something uh and you know cures Mm -hmm. and uh, has something like 60 million dollars in inventory but he didn't count that as assets because he says he owes it to the company he owes that either owes the the product back or money for it to the company that he represents uh
1: The odd part about that is he's one of the owners of that company, Mm -hmm. along with his parents. Now, at one point in this trial, this is just absolutely amazing to me, Jones was told that his attorneys had mistakenly sent at least two years' worth of texts from Jones' cell phone. Shortly after Jones declared, Uh, I don't use email, Jones was shown one that came from his email address that was a part of that accidentally send information. Another one from an Infowars business officer telling Jones that the company had earned $800,000 gross in selling its products in a single day, which if that were the case and it happened every day, would it amount to nearly nearly $300 million per year? Mm-hmm.
2: Which is more than uh, $2 million.
1: Yeah, that he said that would break him if it was anything more than $2 million. So So um, your thoughts on this, I mean, I know people who like alex jones and people who just can't stand him i'm just curious what you think is is this a first amendment issue i mean if he truly if he truly believed what he said at the time now he's admitted since then that no it, it really did happen um but if he truly believed well at the time what he was saying that it was a hoax
2: it's it, it's more than just that Uh, had he been saying simply that uh, he thought the whole thing was a hoax and that there was funny business going on and didn't believe it, that's one thing but he was actually naming the parents and calling them actors and saying they didn't even have any children and that's what they're suing him for
1: right and like I said if he truly believed that and that's what he thought you know is this a first amendment right I mean he's admitted that he was wrong now Mm -hmm. in court when it, now, when, when it could cost him money, but... You, you remember
2: when he was sued by Twin Falls? Uh, Chobani, right? Uh, well, a couple years ago, yeah. Basically for saying that uh, various immigrants had done different things in Twin Falls. And uh, he got sued. And when he, when he was testifying in Twin, he said uh, that these things that I talk about are, are strictly for entertainment. I don't actually believe them. I'm just an entertainer playing a role. And then went back to his show and said, uh, essentially, that he had only said that just to get out of the court case.
1: 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, by the way, congratulations. John Christensen uh, was calling number six, picked up those pair of tickets. He is headed to a concert tonight. See Jody Messina Live, Revolution Concert House. If you were, not, if you were one of the people trying to get through to win those tickets and didn't, Stick around. We have another pair of tickets. That will be our final pair of tickets for tonight's concert. Uh, your chance to win those coming up very soon.
6: Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
9: Today, declaring the U.S. a public health emergency over the nationwide monkeypox outbreak. A senior White House official confirming that to ABC News. We are told this will move, free up if you like, additional resources for vaccines, treatment, and the tracking of the spread of this disease. More than 6,600 cases of monkeypox have been reported in the U.S. so far. We will have much more on this as the story develops.
1: U.S. uh, receiving uh, quite a bit of criticism Comparing the response to COVID to the response to monkeypox, and they're not the same thing in any way, shape, or form, but just the response in um, how the United States is dealing with it. Um, because the United States, it, we're just a few months away from the first monkeypox being found in the United States and not the first place that monkeypox was found in the world, this particular particular iteration of of monkeypox, yet now the United States has the most monkeypox cases in the world. Already? Already. So the uh, U.S. now has officially declared a public health emergency over monkeypox outbreak. This is after um, several states, several cities have done it, uh, Chicago, San Francisco... California earlier this week declared uh monkeypox health emergency, New York City declared it a health emergency. No one in the United States has died and very few deaths have re- been reported worldwide.
2: But the bigger states, the uh bigger population states have already declared it an emergency. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um and I, like I said, this isn't When you say, okay, it's declared a health emergency, that must mean that there's a whole bunch of people getting it and a whole bunch of people dying. (laughs) It just makes it easier um, when it's been declared a health emergency to uh, get vaccines, to... to Get government help when when you need it. Yeah, get government help for the vaccines and to getting all the information into one place so that it's not, you know, a little bit of information here, a little bit of information here, and you're just trying to patchwork everything together to try and figure out... Where uh, monkeypox is spreading, as we told you, and I know, and I want to reiterate this again because there's a lot of people who mistakenly believe that monkeypox is a sexually transmitted disease that is transmitted through um, gay sex. That is not the case. It is transferred through close proximity contact, and it you don't even have to come in contact with the other person to get mm-hmm. it. Um, you can come in contact with Um, towels or bedding that they may have slept in. Um, And we give you a perfect example of this. Right now in the United States, there are five pediatric monkeypox cases. Children. Children. That are having to uh, deal with this too. So, not strictly just passed along through uh, sexual contact, although that is one of the close contact ways that uh, you can get it.
2: There are a lot of subsets and in close contact, sex being just one of them.
1: Yeah, Monkeypox is an endemic in parts of Africa where people have been infected through bites from rodents and small animals. It does not usually spread easily among humans. But in May, a wave of unexpected cases began emerging in Europe, emerging in Europe and the United States. Now more than 26,000 cases have been reported uh, worldwide, traditionally uh, in countries that have not seen monkeypox before.
2: I wasn't aware that really anybody, I mean, well, well, until recently, I wasn't aware that anybody had ever seen monkeypox before. I'm not sure I'd even heard of monkeypox.
1: I'd heard of monkeypox before. I did not know a lot about it. I still don't know a lot about it, other than uh, from what I've heard that people are infected. It's extremely painful. You get these boils on your skin, and it's not something mm-hmm. you want to have. Although you uh, have, have a really good chance of recovering, it usually takes you know three to four weeks to recover. You're supposed to isolate,
2: but any pox. <laughs>
1: well, and it's, it's whether it's chicken yeah. pox,
2: smallpox, cowpox.
1: And this is a very close relative to small smallpox. That's the that's why we have um, mm-hmm. vaccines for it because they they use the same vaccine that you use against smallpox. Gotcha. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless.
6: Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike
0: Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: Into the 8 o'clock hour we go. Coming up a little bit later this hour, we'll continue with our winning ways this morning. We have comedy tickets, two witnesses, one world's. Going to be uh, tonight, Nampa Civic Auditorium. There's two shows tonight and tomorrow night. We'll have tickets for you coming up this morning. They're going to be in the studio. One of them is just an absolutely uh, amazing, amazing impressionist. Um, just just to give you an idea, take a listen. Take a listen to this. I mean, he has a uh, dozens and dozens of voices that he does and does very well.
10: Who's this guy imitating me? Quiet. He could do your job for a lot less money. No, I want to know who he is. No, no. You could be homeless. Just write a check to keep him happy and I'll release more endorphins. Who? Uh, Award-winning voice actor, Michael Clive. <laughs> oh, hell, everybody knows moonshine's illegal. <laughs> we just don't care. I want you to remember, it's political correctness stuff. a so bunch of crap. Call of Duty 3. In stores now. And we have to show this, otherwise they'll say it's fake news, it's fake news, it's not fake news. No quid pro quo, no collusion.
1: Um, that is Michael Clive, by the way. I like, um, I like every short... single voice being done there, except for uh, um, the uh, first voice with uh, Simpsons. What's his name? He wasn't the one who did Homer? He, he, he did the second Homer voice. Oh, so Homer okay. is talking to his, his brain is basically... Oh, so
2: that was Dan Castellaneta doing that. Yeah, okay. da-
1: he did the first part, but uh, the guy saying that I could do it for cheaper than you was yeah. Michael Clyde.
2: I think I detected a little George C. Scott
1: in there, and that sounded good. That was uh, from Patton, yeah. Yeah. Um, he also does Obama, many other voices. He's going to be in the studio with us coming up here uh, shortly this morning. Um, and we'll have tickets to give away to the show tonight and tomorrow night. So stick around. If you guys would like to see some great comedy, make sure that uh, you stay right where you're at. We have a chance to win those. Also still on the way, one more pair of tickets to Jody Messina, Revolution Concert House, coming up here uh, tonight. Former Vice President Dick Cheney. I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, he released a new campaign ad yesterday encouraging Wyoming voters to reelect his daughter, Representative Liz Cheney, in her upcoming primary, which is happening next week. He did it in an interesting way. Did he talk about his daughter's accomplishments in Congress? No. Did he talk about how she would be a better choice for the Senate than her opponent? No. Did he talk about the challenges facing the people in Wyoming? No. He did it this way.
11: In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a the fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will, too. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Interesting.
1: Um, Donald Trump isn't running for the uh, Senate against her. Um, Donald it, Trump hasn't announced that he's running for the presidency.
2: It, it, it just feels kind of strange for Dick Cheney to be putting down any Republican.
1: It does, uh, especially in a, in, in a state that is uh, kind of pro-Trump. I don't know how. When I, when I heard this last night, my first thought was they've thrown in the towel. Liz Cheney right now is 22 points behind her opponent for the August 16th primary.
2: Which does seem like a good time to throw in the towel.
1: (laughs) 22 points is, I don't want to say it's impossible, um, but it's impossible. It's improbable. You're not going to make up 22 points in 11 days. It's just weird, once again, like I said, they, they probably have money left over and they know that they're not going to need it for November, <laughs> for November election. Because if she loses the primary, obviously, you know, she's done.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they're going, well, we have all this money. Why don't you do an anti Trump commercial? Um, and we'll spend the money on that. and We'll call it a campaign ad. Brilliant. Exactly. I, I, I just found it interesting because not, nothing about Wyoming was mentioned there, which by the way, she is running for the Senate in Wyoming.
2: So that would be an ad probably that will only play in wyoming
1: yeah i'm i'm sure that's only going to play in Wyoming right. because it 's you know for her for her and upcoming if you live outside election. wyoming you
2: can 't vote for her no matter what you do, yeah
1: okay. yeah, so and like I said, I mean, I get it, you hate trump, Liz cheney doesn 't like trump um, dick cheney doesn 't like Trump, Trump has criticized Dick Cheney in the past, Trump is criticized Liz Cheney and says he's going to do everything in his power to make sure Liz Cheney doesn't get elected to the Senate again. And he is backing uh, Carrie uh, Lake. Oh, I'm sorry, he's backing the opponent, Carrie Lake's the uh, um, gubernatorial candidate in Arizona. But uh, uh, she's, he's backing the uh, opponent for um, the Senate in Wyoming. And like I said, 22-point difference in the latest poll in the uh, primaries coming up here on August 16th. Now that doesn't mean that Trump won't run for president. I mean, the uh, odds are right now. If you're a betting man, you can bet on this, or um, that he will run. But he's uh, he's been told by the by the uh, GOP not to announce until after midterm whether he's going to run or not. Or they're not going to uh, continue to pay for his lawsuits. His his criminal defense fund. Uh, that money will dry up. So. Um, they have they have a little bit of a stick here they they can wield for power if they wish. Brad and Eagle, we have... Harriet Hagman by the okay. way, that's a... Harriet Hagman, thank you. Uh Brad and good Eagle, good morning gentlemen. Good, got about a minute Good here. morning. So so Liz
7: Cheney during the two years that that she was the house member uh during the final portion of Trump's presidency supported him 87% of the time. So stating that she hates him or he hates him is is bs the reality is is he is a danger and a threat to our nation's existence and finally republicans are starting to speak
1: up and what does that have to do with running for the senate in wyoming trying to get elected
7: uh, well she's trying to get elected in the house is showing her integrity no she's in the senate sorry that, she's, yeah, in, no, she's, she's in she's running for house. this she, she's running for re-election in the house she's on the house oh that's right i'm sorry
1: you're you're oh. right i apologize you're right yeah,
7: no, no. It's it's all about integrity. Because if you look at her voting record, she's a staunch conservative Republican. She just doesn't do crazy.
1: <laughs> well, in all fairness, she's not the one that said this. Dick Cheney is. Dad, Even though she, appro- she because- approves the message, but uh, she's not the one that uh, did the uh, ad.
7: Now, Dad spoke up because someone in the Republican Party from high up needs to start speaking up. More Republicans need to start speaking up because the fact that the uh, election denial, I, didn't that pass as part of Idaho State's Republican platform? He, he lost. Get over it.
2: it. It did pass, yes, as part of the platform. And I think uh, that both Liz and Dick Cheney are probably getting tired of her being called a rhino by a lot of people. And this is Dick Cheney's way of saying uh, she's not a Republican in name only. She's a Republican the way Republicans have been for decades. And a lot of you who are following Trump, according to Dick Cheney, are not true Republicans.
1: Need to come up with a name for them, too. That way you, you have, you know, name calling on both sides. Like what? I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, they, it's just that they have a cool name, rhino and uh, Republican in name only. I mean, that's a cool name. You know, when you have okay. uh, the, about, the, the way, way, way far right uh, then that people about, are, are saying you need something, you need a cool name. So uh, when there's name calling, you have both sides have cool names. How about something like Mastodon? There you go. It's a,
2: also a very large mammal. Just,
1: just got called a Mastodon. 208 336 3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through, um, Corey writes in, Mike, are you and Chris going to get vaccinated for monkeypox? If not, why not? Is it going to be mandatory by your employer and others? Um, I will, if I get monkeypox, I will get vaccinated. If you get it, if I get it,
2: uh, that would be a bit late then, wouldn't
1: it? I don't know. Not sure how it, uh, if, uh, I'm going to have to look up, uh, because, I mean, I I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to compare it to COVID. It has no comparison whatsoever to COVID. Zero. Other than the 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 fact that that they're both viruses.
2: And they're, you know, both vaccines.
1: And they're, yeah, and they're both vaccines. Um, I I get what you're trying to do, but uh, no, I don't have a plan to get vaccinated for monkeypox.
2: I'll get vaccinated for whatever my doctor indicates is a good idea.
1: Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything from our employer uh, or any other saying that it's going to be mandatory. It's just been declared a national health emergency for the United States. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, You want to get through, we'll take a break here. We've got uh, Casper and Chris, Dan, your impossible question. $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue is up for grabs for you coming up here next.
6: Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon
0: at three. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: 824, Casper and Chris, damn near Impossible Question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty. Lyle is going to get first crack at trying to win that $50 gift certificate to R Barbecue, our final $50 gift certificate, by the way, to give away. Lyle. Tourists traveling to Monaco love going to the famous casino in Monte Carlo, but people who live there, uh, not so much. But there's a specific reason why they don't necessarily uh, like the casino. What is it?
12: From what I read, it's because they aren't allowed to gamble in their
7: own casino.
1: Locals are banned from even entering the famous casino there in Monte Carlo. Guards are at the front doors. Um, They check IDs at the door to make sure only... Tourists are gambling. That is that's correct. Like living,
9: that's like living in Ontario, Oregon, and not being able to go in and buy marijuana.
1: <laughs> Sorry, you're a local. No weed for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, congratulations. Uh, a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue for you, Lyle. Hang on the line. You get to enjoy exactly. some great food. It's kind of nice. Thank
2: you. Here. Thank you very much. A little, little public service there of uh, Monaco because they know their own casino they know the odds are against you if you're a better <laughs> they know that the idea is to clean people out and they said all right we're going to do that to tourists but we're not we're going not to do, do it, it to, you. to our own citizens <laughs> and and that is their public you know
1: you're you're actually not too wrong there i guess um help us protect you from you yeah exactly Ah, we're gonna take a break we got news coming up here at the uh bottom of the hour we've got a comedy show in uh town michael clive patrick dartis two witnesses one world conservative comedy politics all that included two shows going on uh tonight six and eight p.m two shows going on tomorrow night also at uh six and eight p.m you'll have a chance to uh get those tickets and uh this is kind of cool. They're going to be in the studio with us coming up here uh, shortly. We'll talk to them. Um, we we may get some of their – no, we're not – if they're going to be in here, uh, Michael Clive, who is just an amazing impressionist, is going to be doing some of his voices. Um, so that's coming up here, and we will have tickets to give away. So if you'd love to go see some uh, good comedy, get your weekend started off. We've got tickets for tonight's 8 o'clock show, tickets for tomorrow night's 8 o'clock show. You can win those coming up afternoons at the bottom of the hour.
6: For your Google Play, simply say "Hey Google, play six seventy KBOI." Now back
0: to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News
1: Talk KBOI. Eight thirty nine. How cool is this? I mean, this is, things like this just don't happen very often. I'm, I'm,
2: I've been having a good time about the last ten minutes already.
1: We uh-huh. we, uh, <laughs> we sit here in the studio and uh, the former president stops by kboi welcome former president
10: well hello guys how are you doing very very well this is a terrific studio here. thank you for not <laughs> playing tail to the chief that's yep. what everybody does mm-hmm. bunch of hacks, right?
1: <laughs> um i guess since we have you first question and everybody seems to be wanting to know the answer um are you going to be uh running in 2024
10: uh we're thinking about it we're thinking about it you know the thing is Everybody keeps talking about Ron DeSantis, and he's a good guy. I think he's doing great for Florida. Uh, I think he'd make a great VP. And then and when I'm done with my last term, he can jump in and take another eight. I think <laughs> that would be terrific. It would be a great trifecta. I think that's, so.
1: That's pretty amazing. Um, by the <laughs> way, in case you're listening in and you're, you're saying to yourself, you just tune in, and you're like, oh, my God. President Trump stopped by to talk with Casper and Chris, which would be pretty amazing. Um, no, that's Practically not. impossible, I yeah, think. <laughs> that's, that's not true, but we have the second best thing. That is, uh, impressionist Michael Clive. He is in the studio with us this morning, along with Patrick Dardis. Thank you guys for stopping by, first of all. Um, I know you're in town or in the Treasure Valley because you've got a comedy show at the Nampa Civic Center going on tonight and tomorrow night. We have tickets are going to be given away coming up here shortly. Um, but uh, thank you guys for being here. Much appreciated. I know it's early in the morning, especially for comedians.
4: <laughs> I'm the comedian. He's what wait, what, what? I'm like the pre- I'm like the preacher. It's it's great <laughs> to be here, guys. It's so, great to be here.
1: So first first of all, what two witnesses one world is the uh, name of your show? What does what does that mean? Where does that come from?
4: It comes from it comes from the Bible first off, but uh, we're we're like very very spiritual type people, very religious people and and we feel like we have a uh, something to uh spread the gospel and spread our message of where America's going and the world's going, and it's such a dark place right now that we need some uh, we need some good news. We really do because if we don't turn this around, it's going to get really really bad. So I think uh, we took the, the the message from from the Bible, and um, he I said some the two witnesses, it. and he some said the it. one world, and we kind of just mixed it together. <laughs> the comedian takes a little different approach. Yes, yeah, he's so. more the comedian. I'm more the he gets the a little
10: more. Yeah, he's a little bit more serious, but I have serious moments. That there's a lot of stuff I do as Trump and and. Uh, what I like to do is I like to take, ever since I was a kid, I like to take a voice and make it so good that it could fool a relative. And I've got a lot of trouble from that, too. But uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, especially when people find out later and they, like, feel violated. And then I... Like, yeah. And then they don't like you, and you're like, well, it was, I thought it was... I always worked
1: as a kid uh, trying to sign my uh, parents' names to things. You could actually call the
10: school and say, yeah, yeah. hey, my son's going to be sick for the next week. I had friends that would ask me, hey, could you call? I need you to call. I got busted one time, oh. and we got big. But I said the name of the company wrong or something. I don't know, it's not Fruhoff, it's Fruenhoff. But I think I did call in or try to call in for myself once. I don't know if it worked, though. I The woman's voice. Hi, Michael won't be in this morning. He's very (laughs) sick. Oh my gosh, are you okay, honey? (laughs) I was was good. How
1: many voices do you do?
10: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 parents, teachers, celebrities, friends, presidents.
1: How many celebrity voices can you? I don't don't even know. Do you feel comfortable enough to do? Um, I don't even know. Don't even know.
10: I mean, there's new ones all the time because most voices are variations of other ones. Do you do
2: exclusively Republican presidents
10: or all of (laughs) them? (laughs) I do them all. I do them all, pal. You got a problem with that? Let's go, Jack. Let's do some (laughs) push-ups.
1: Wow, that sounds pretty familiar. Um, (laughs) I have
10: COVID again.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, let's hear uh, Obama. Do you do Obama?
10: Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, I do. And I am probably one of the most narcissistic uh, presidents you've ever had. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And did you hear about Michelle? i no, we no, don't want to go there right here. now uh, it's not on the show it's not on the
2: show
4: <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time oh wow patrick you
2: have an interesting story now t- t- first of all t- tell me about the polygraph test
4: yes i i've, I've passed polygraphs on seeing G- uh jesus himself and mm-hmm. um I, my mom and dad met when they were young and they broke up and then 10 years later my dad was looking in the obituary section and noticed that my mom's mom w- had passed away and they got together again. Then they had me, and I kind of always felt, even as as a young kid, something was going, something was different, something was interesting. Four or five years old, I would knew, and then boom, things started happening in my twenties that were just out of this world. I mean, I, I passed the polygraph on everything I, I've I've claimed. So yeah we're coming. We're we're not coming here. It's it's a comedy show. Don't get me wrong, and it's a lot of we're gonna have a lot of laughs like with you guys, but we're also here for a serious message, and and this world has to change. Like, right now.
1: So, that was going to be my next question. What what can fans expect tonight when they go to the show? I mean, it's
10: comedy, politics,
1: Well, it opens religion. up. Here's how it opens up. Okay. Donald Trump comes Donald out, Trump. All right.
10: and there's a very authentic rally, okay? Hello, Nampa. Okay, hello. <laughs> it's a great place. I'm so happy to be. Here. But it's uh, it's terrific. Uh, and so, you know, there are some realistic elements. So, I, again, I take the voice, and I, I put some realistic... Uh, Some pretty hardcore stuff that's going on right now, and I just put my own, my own stuff into it. Um, so if you want to talk about, uh, you know, they want to teach sex to your children, and I don't know, but the last night, why is it that a priest Gets in trouble and arrested for touching and teaching a child about sex, but all of a sudden it's okay for a teacher.
4: You know?
10: We're not going for this. We're not going for this. It's crazy out there. You (laughs) know? But there's some real messages in it. There's some places for laughs and then there's some places for like, oh, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Listen, we've overturned Roe v. Wade and turned the decision back to the states. And next, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe we can get rid of rap and hip hop. I don't know what <laughs> you think. So,
4: <laughs>
10: so you know, there's there's some there's some really interesting, it, it just up and down. You're like going, whoa! You don't know what's coming. And yeah, it,
4: it's going to be, and we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of ad libbing in our sec. Uh, he's going to do his segment. I'm going to do my segment, and then we're going to come work out the uh, the program together. We're going to do like a we're going to show films and, and 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 talk about it. So. It's going to be a lot of ad-libbing as well so you never know what it's just going to get Yeah, our part it's is going to be totally living. insane. Right. But
10: I come out as Trump and then I do another like uh, 15 minutes as as me just comedy and I talk about some societal issues and I talk about how Hollywood has manipulated society oh, for gosh. decades. I mean they've been sneaky. You know, remember when we were kids, you guys are the same age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you couldn't say damn on the radio. That's right. You couldn't show sex. You still you can't can...
1: say damn on the radio. I mean, uh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry.
10: <laughs> Shh. Hoover, Hoover on the TV Hoover though damn. on the TV though you know they were yeah. so strict and then they started slowly pushing and pushing and pushing the envelope and they didn't ask our permission <laughs> right they didn't get our consent and you know it's going into our heads and in the heads of our kids and this slow progression and now you look at society today it's it's a total disaster it's really it's really bad though you know and I, I would want to grow up now. I have
1: heard a lot of uh, people try to um, do Trump uh, you may be the best. I think yeah, the, I've ever, thank you. I've ever thank heard. you. Seriously, I'm I'm not saying that to blow smoke up your s- skirt. It,
10: you <laughs> I mean, you you're amazing. Well, that's what that is. That's the old school imitation, right? Instead of an impression. And mm-hmm. uh, don't ever say impersonation to me because I always think of a female impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I hate that. But no, it's uh, that was my thing. It was I I always wanted to be so accurate like yeah. that. And everybody thought, you are well, you wasting your time?" Because everybody else does like a caricature. Yeah, Mm yeah, yeah. Who's that? There's a couple guys. They, I'm Donald Trump. Hello, I have the perfect brain. It's like it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's like. You're not fooling anybody, okay? Why don't we you sit to, down? Uh, you weren't called. Sit down.
1: We need to take a break here. Um, you guys can stick around I, for one I more think segment. Sure.
2: Yeah. I think
10: you could, fool, you could fool Fox and Friends on the
2: phone. Uh, 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 <laughs> I guarantee I probably you. I yeah, yeah, guarantee
1: right. I mean, we had uh, Dan Bongino who runs right after us this week, and uh, Donald Trump was on with him last week. And uh, that's why I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, this sounds just exactly...
10: Dan, you're doing great thank you so much
1: yeah yeah. we'll take a break uh as a matter of fact right now if you'd like to go to the show nampa civic auditorium tonight um we've got your choice if you want tickets for tonight's eight o'clock show or tomorrow's eight o'clock show go ahead and call us up right now 208-336-3700 um we'll give away a few pair of tickets right now so um i'm not even going to take caller number six go ahead and call if you want to go you're going to have the tickets 208-336-3700
6: the Great One, Mark Levin,
0: tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
1: 853, Chris Walton and Mike Casper once again uh, in the studio with us. Michael Clive, Patrick Dardis, Two Witnesses, One World. A comedy show going on tonight in Ampha Civic Center. 6 and 8 o'clock tonight, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, you just got uh, back from uh, Taiwan. Even though China didn't want you to stop in Taiwan, you you still stopped.
6: Yes.
10: Well, I have to put a finger in their eye. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew that I would create a lot of problems for the the Taiwan people that I... I'm more important and I don't care if they have <laughs> missiles flying <laughs> overhead. I really people will do what they'll do. Boy, the dialogue, the inflection, it's all there. It's a, it is. It's it just It's all got to be there. Yeah, job. of course. Yeah, it's all got to be there. I mean the hand way I mean you can see I mean nobody yeah, can get, see it but I've got get to into do enteric- it. it. But it yes. doesn't it doesn't become a parody. It's just it's straight on. It's like Homer. Yeah.
2: Homer, let's do
1: some I, Homer I do Sersi. the
10: fingers and stuff when I'm doing Homer. Da March. <laughs> Stupid jerks
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know they're not wrong. And we played a little bit of your uh, YouTube um, from some of the examples. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and uh, had the impression, with you uh, doing the brain of Homer Simpson while he's kind of talking to himself and you're claiming that you oh, can do yeah. his, he goes, be careful. I can do your job for way less than what you're getting paid.
10: <laughs> That's what I kept, you know, when I was on, when I did that, uh, that interview for The Simpsons or the, it was an audition and all of the actual, the actual creators of The Simpsons were there. The original people were there and they walked me in and they had me start doing Homer and there's like jaws drop open. And this was the 25th anniversary. So these guys have heard everybody's impression. Yeah. And one guy goes, that is the best Homer impression I've ever heard in my life. And like, this is one of the creators. I'm going, wow, that was, that's a compliment. That was just, that freaked me out. And, and so I said, okay. And then, so they had me say, they had me say a few things. They go, say Fox sucks. Fox sucks. You know? And I was just repeating these things and they, and they were just laughing. I'm like, these are the creators and they're digging my Homer voice. I love these guys. So I did. I thought for a while, I'm like, you know, I could push that other guy down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of giving me the job, they'd probably go, you know, we've decided to cancel the show. Yeah. <laughs> do <Don't! laughs> Dumb jerk. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be just my luck. Wow. Oh, wow. wow.
1: Um, So as far as the uh, comedy side of the show tonight, I mean, obviously it's not going to be just impressions that you're doing. It's going to be stand-up and and current events and politics all included in the show. Yeah,
10: there's some very serious stuff that I talk about, you know, Hollywood and how Hollywood has basically invaded our space. Everybody's talking about all this violence. It's like, yeah, gee, who created all this? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Quentin Tarantino, you know. You look at some of these people; they've shot up a school or whatever it is. You go look at their Facebook page and stuff. It's like, oh, that looks like something Quentin Tarantino would have written. Well, but it's okay; he can do it in a movie, you know. And then yeah. it's like this whole free speech right. thing. It's like, hey, if you're going to censor this guy, what about this guy?
4: He's putting it in people's heads and, you know, the kids' heads. We didn't have this stuff when we were growing and, up. And that's and that leads to our other subject that we're going to talk about. When Jesus, Jesus was one of the first people that actually died for. For free speech. That's right. Yeah, he I was, mean, if you really yeah, think about he it, he got canceled. And he for got good. canceled for for forever. But then we, he rose again.
1: I would love to talk with you guys uh, more, but I'm telling everybody right now, go. you're in the best city. It is the reddest county in the uh, nation. You're going to be in Canning County. United, That's
10: why we're here. Nampus, <laughs> Pacific, and California. we want you to come to the show, but you have to come legally. Two witnesses, <laughs> one world. We've got some more
1: tickets right now. Go ahead and give us a call. Uh, 208-336-3700. pound 670 on your Verizon wires. Thank you guys for coming in. This be
0: yeah, part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529- KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris
1: on News Talk KBOI. I love your uh, comment as our uh, two people left this morning. Michael Clive, Patrick Dardis, uh, Two Witness, One World uh, show is going to go on tonight. Uh, Comedy, politics, uh, and the awareness that God is real. That's going to go on. There's, uh, I mean, there's comedy, but there's also going to be serious subjects Mm -hmm. that are uh, also going to be talked about tonight if you want to go. Those of you who are holding on the line... I know you've been holding for a while. Apologize. We're going to get to you. You've won your tickets. Uh, Stay right where you're at, and we'll get your information coming up here uh, in just a little bit. also loved your uh, comment to Michael as he uh, left the studio this morning. It's great to have uh, some talent on the uh, show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't say for a change. I just said it's great to have some talent on the show.
1: Um, Man, that guy is good.
2: Yeah. Wow. Was he spot on or what?
1: He was spot on, and... Um, we, had him do some impressions off the air for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as Trump, Biden, uh, Homer Simpson. And man, if you close your eyes, you just can't. Yeah. Especially with the Trump. Trump was so dead on, not even funny. But it is funny because that's a comedy show. That's what they're going to be doing tonight. Um, once again, uh, if you want to get tickets, Nampa Civic Auditorium, um, tickets, they have two shows tonight. 6 and 8 o'clock, and they said they're going to do one show tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Um, stick around. We may even have a few more tickets that we will pass along to you if you would like to uh, get those show uh, tickets for you once again uh, coming up. But that was uh, Michael Clive, Patrick Dardis, stopping in uh, ahead of their show coming up here tonight. It's, Much appreciated. It's, it,
2: it's, it's different to hear somebody do uh, an impression of uh, Trump that actually seems to like Trump. Yeah as opposed to doing it to make fun of him on purpose.
1: Yeah, in, in case you can't tell, um, both very conservative. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a conservative comedy show. Just So if you're a liberal and you go to the show tonight and go, I don't find any of this funny at all, you've been forewarned. Um, <laughs> if you're a liberal, um, you might not yeah, find any of this very it, funny.
2: Say it in advance of the show, and then during the show, just be polite. How yeah, not?
1: there you go. There you go. Um, a lot of emails coming in uh, this morning that we need to get to. It is Open Phones Friday. Um, we are clearing the phone lines right now. If you want to get through and comment at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, but if you want to email us right now or text us, you can do that. Mike at KBY.com, Chris at KBY.com, or you can text us, 208-336-3700. Um, email in from a little bit uh, earlier this morning. Um Richard writes in, your characterization of the COVID shot is incorrect. The Biden administration and the CDC went after Merriam-Webster and had them change the definition of vaccine because the shot did not work as expected. Okay. I um, did not know that. I did not know that either. James uh, Jim writes in, economic news to note, the U.S. added 528,000 jobs in July Exceeding the expected 250,000, the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, matching the five decade low before the pandemic. Job creation is rebounding despite rising interest rates and slower growth. In addition, wages are also rising. Average hourly earnings climbed by 0.5%, 32.27, which offers some relief from high inflation. If you think the economy was in a recession, you are wrong. And considering falling gas prices, the country's economy looks better. I'm thankful for the good news. Um, well, Jim, I, I get it. However, for the last 50 years, a recession has been determined by two back-to-back quarters of negative GDP growth, which we have just gone mm-hmm. through. Now, here's here's the thing. And, and th- th- we talked to Jeremiah Bates about this this morning um, because we were talking. It's like, oh, how is this? I mean, this is great news. They, they expected to add 250,000 jobs. Instead, the U.S. added 528,000 jobs. But yet, when that happened, the stock market dumped dropped, 270 yeah. points almost instantly. So why would that happen? Why would this be considered good news? Um, because that means that the economy is still too what, hot. What I wanted to know
2: is is how come these guys who are experts, whose job it is to predict these things...
1: Are off by half?
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> well, no, I mean, they were... Uh, they predicted less than half, actually, yeah, of, of what it actually turned true. out to be.
1: Um, so here, here's why the stock market doesn't like it. And Jeremiah Bates has explained this to us. Um, the The Fed is trying to slow down inflation right now. The economy is doing way too well. I know, I know that seems weird to say. The economy is doing way too well. Um, so what they're doing is they're trying to slow the economy by raising inf- interest rates. So what this means... Even though they just raised the interest rates last month by 75 basis points, that means that they're going to do it probably by at least 75 basis points the next time they raise rates at the end of this month um, because the economy is too hot. Eventually, they're going to raise interest rates enough that it will slow the economy and when that happens, you will see the job loss that is expected. But that's why the stock market viewed this as negative news, even though it seems like it's such good news, it means that the Fed is still going to continue to tamp down the numbers inflation. that I always want to
2: see are uh, simply, I mean, forget about just the job numbers, the full-time job numbers. You know, how many full-time jobs were created and taken during that quarter? Yeah. Jeff of Eagles says most of the job growth seems to be people taking second and third jobs to make ends meet.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I, I, I hear that thrown around. It's it's like, um, you know, oh, the reason we have so many people working right now is because you have one person working three jobs to make money that you used to be able to just doing one job. I I, I don't know if that's true or not.
2: Did you know electricians have to uh, strip to make ends meet?
1: You know, we had had such great comedy on the show in the last half hour.
2: I wanted to bring it. <laughs> I wanted to bring it back to our usual uh, level.
1: Uh, Joe in Boise writes in, uh, moderate Republicans are quietly mounting a last-ditch effort to rescue Liz Cheney from a Trump-backed primary revenge campaign based on her January 6th committee role. Strategy is to persuade Democrats to vote for her in the open primary and to also portray her challenger as insufficiently loyal to Trump based on her previous statements. My odds maker says this is effort is uh, 100 to 1 wild long shot in the dark. Liz will lose and then mount a presidential bid that appeals to moderate Republicans. That's
2: she's she's about twenty percent behind in the polls. isn't 22
1: percent. Twenty-two percent. And keep in mind, the primary election is eleven days from or ten days from today, I believe. Eleven days. Sorry, eleven days. It's August sixteenth. So, making up twenty-two points in eleven days, um, while not a hundred percent impossible. It's improbable and probably ninety nine point nine 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 percent impossible nine nine nine. I, I yeah, I, I would say at least that much
2: <laughs> fed up says I can't wait for these politicians to be busted and justice is served. I am so sick of the corrupt calling the corrupt corrupt. They are all corrupt. President uh, Trump is at least honest enough to share it with the country. So, of course, certain people don't want him talking.
1: Terry writes in uh in response to the email uh just read a couple minutes ago uh about the email message denying the recession if you don't know what that unemployment always lags behind in a recession you are economically dense. Well, you don't you don't have to call names say he's misinformed or uninformed but the, the the whole thing about you know the administration saying hey this isn't we're we're not really in a recession. Um, like I said, you you can change the definition of what you think in a recession is. And a lot of it's done because we have midterm elections and the economy and what's going on uh, with people's finances and inflation are the two most important things on people's mind. It, it's not January 6th. It's not COVID or monkeypox. Uh, people are concerned about their paychecks, how much money they have in the bank, well, uh, what they can afford you, to buy.
10: If
2: you ask them what actually does affect you the most, it it won't be a lot of the uh, you know the side issues. Uh, Jamie or possibly Jaime, I'm thinking it might be Jaime. It's you know J A I M E. Anyway, uh, writes in and says. Regarding Micron, typical of a white male Idahoan blaming the immigrant for his lack of everything. Micron will bring in immigrants because they are the ones that are educated, skilled, and willing to do the work. Instead of ranting about Micron's hiring practices, rant about your own lack of education and work ethic. I worked at Micron, started nights while going to college. It's hard work, long hours. They are going to hire qualified people. If Idahoans don't get the
1: job, it's on them. And... In all fairness, you know, if, if you bring in an immigrant for a job, you know what an immigrant is. It's an American. As long as they're legal, documented immigrants, it doesn't matter. They're legally here in the United States. Why can't legal immigrant have a job? Now, if you're complaining about illegals, then Micron would get their button-a-ringer because you can't legally or not supposed to Assuming. legally hire Illegals to do jobs,
2: assuming you know the the laws were being enforced. Mm-hmm. John says, so "What do we know about the government jobs numbers? The source in itself should tell you everything. They always revise the numbers thirty days later after they have the data. Today's numbers are a wag and be very suspect because the Biden clown show is doing anything they can to prove they haven't caused this recession. Uh, Slow Joe and clown show has a career history." Of always doing the wrong thing unfortunately for the US population this will be another added to his resume
1: like I said I I don't necessarily know that they're you know trying to manipulate the numbers because if you manipulate the numbers here and say hey look at our great job growth that's not good for the economy right now Um, based on what the Fed has said they are going to do everything and everything in their power anything and everything in their power to get inflation down so if you see twice as many jobs being added as what was predicted it's not doing a good job the inflation is not being tamped down because people are still spending money that's why that's a bad a bad thing even though it looks like oh look we've got all these people working it's because of what the fed says that they are going to do in the face of of inflation why Eventually, the jobs are going to go away because they have to keep raising rates. And eventually, as you keep raising interest rates, then you're going to start to see more jobs, you know, start to go away um, as a way for the companies to cut costs.
2: Jim says, uh, economic news to note, the U.S. added 528,000 jobs in July, exceeding the expected 250,000. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, matching the five-decade low before the pandemic. Job creation is rebounding despite rising interest rates and slower growth. In addition, wages are also rising. Average hourly earnings climbed by 0.5% to $32.27, which offers some relief from high inflation. If you think the economy was in a recession, you are wrong. And considering falling gas prices, the country's economy looks better. I am thankful for the good news. That's Jim. 208-336-3700.
1: 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday. We'll take a break. More uh, phone calls coming up here. Uh, we've got people waiting in line. If you're there, stay right where you're at. I promise to get to you. There is one line open if you want to get through. Open Phones Friday brought to you once again by Fast Eddie's and Meridian, the place to go if you want to get your day started off. Over 300, that's right, over 300 different energy drinks for you to choose from, and a good portion of those on special every single week. Buy one, get one free. Buy two, get one free. Um, get in today and find out just how big their selection is. At Fast Eddies and Meridian. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now
0: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local
10: on News Talk, KBOI. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve Casper and Chris in the morning. They're terrific. Tune in or get the hell out of here. <laughs>
1: oh he's so good uh michael Whoa, clive was that was that really him
2: <laughs> michael it, clive yes, yes uh, that was really michael clive
1: yeah michael clive by the way uh part of the uh show going on Namp Pacific auditorium tonight uh you still have those tickets available we might have another chance to give away some more before we're done here today so stick around uh and listen in bob and caldwell thank you for being patient this morning appreciate it you're on news talk kby good morning to you
12: how are you doing today good that's good I- yeah, the thing that was on Cheney earlier, I, the guy, I guess, forgot that the Cheneys actually supported Donald Trump in the beginning, especially, I um, uh, forget the old man's name now, Dick, uh, Dick Cheney, when, he was, when, the, when they asked because the Bushes got angry at him because he supported Donald Trump. So what happened was they were in great support of him, but he did what he said he was going to do was end all wars, which pissed off Liz Cheney because she's a, because she's a big advocate of wars because that's who her donors are. The uh, what they call it, the military complex, they want to call it, you know, people who make the ammunition, the arms and stuff like that. So she's taking away their bread. and He's taking away their bread and butter, which ticked her off. And that was it. And started going against Donald Trump because she wanted somebody, another war hawk in the, in the presidency and not him. So that's pretty much that mm-hmm. now on the economy issue. The um, people don't understand. Yes, jobs, you know, the jobs were increased and stuff like that. Why is GDP low? is because infl- because of inflation is taking away from the expenditures. When you have to compensate, when one, one overrides the other, you're going to have negative growth because nobody's spending money, even though they're making money, even though they have jobs. Jobs have increased. But that you know it's, it's all numbers. It's not, it has nothing to do with who's there, who's out there, who's doing what. It's all how much is being spent. So if you were planning on buying, let's say a new car, but because you're looking at the monthly payment, but you have your mortgage, you have this to pay, food has gone up quite a bit. When you're spending 20 more dollars, a hundred more dollars in the grocery store, you're not going to be able to buy that car. So there goes there, there, that reduces GDP because you're not buying. Yeah. And that's the, yeah. Yeah, But see, they don't under, A lot of people don't understand how it works. I know the Democrats don't because they always make up everything when they talk. <laughs> but uh, when you listen to an actual economist, they understand why. The Thank, you
1: GDP. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. One thing that we haven't talked about a whole lot this week, I know it was in the news, you know, we we talk about prices going up. You, me, everybody listening here, if you use natural gas, and almost everybody does here either to heat your home, use it for cooking, um, you're going to be paying 24 over 24% more starting wow. August 1st. So starting this month, when you get your bill and you go, wait, why is this so much more than it was last month? Because they just raised the prices for residential customers by 24% and commercial customers by 27%.
2: I still have been ordering groceries uh, to be delivered uh, since you know COVID started. Right. And I, I just got in the habit of doing it. I still do, but I compared uh, an order... That I placed a couple of days ago to virtually an identical order about a year and a half ago, and a year and a half ago it cost I think two hundred and ten dollars, mm-hmm. and two days ago the same order cost three hundred and twenty-five.
1: Oh, same exact, basically, or was it all the same exact stuff?
2: It, it was. It was very close. There were there were like actually there were there were one or two things that were missing, so it might even have been
1: <laughs> and a hundred dollars uh, difference.
2: Yeah, hundred dollars in difference. a year. Mm-hmm. Wow, year and a half.
1: 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you're waiting on the line, stay right where you're at. We've got news coming up here next. I promise I'm going to get to you. As we go to news, I have one final pair of tickets to Jody Messina tonight, Revolution Concert House. Would you like to go? Caller number six, those tickets are yours right now. Jody Messina, tonight, Revolution Concert House. Caller number six.
0: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are our news talk on KBOI.
1: it is open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, toll free 1-800-529-5264, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian, home of the Earl of Sandwich, great way uh, to get in, start your day with breakfast too, get in uh, today and every day, they're open for breakfast at 7am, serve lunch and dinner also, Earl of Sandwich, right inside Fast Eddie's in uh, Meridian. Clay and Eagle, thanks for being patient uh, with us this morning. Had a very busy morning, but much appreciated you holding on the line. Uh, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBY. Good morning, gentlemen. I just have
5: a little bit of a rant here, and that's that uh, throughout the whole month of July, on your station and on every news network I listen to, all we heard was doom and gloom about the economy every day. You're your 401 case tanking, blah, 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 end of the world, blah, blah, blah. August first comes. Jeremy Bates informs us it was the best July in the year. So why should I believe anything that anybody who claims to be a financial expert tells me? Because they don't know Jack. It's like
1: listening to a weatherman a day later. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, quite frankly, you know, we had the best July since November of 2020, not the best year, just the best July. Like I talked it's yesterday July. about That's this. I said, you yeah. know,
5: After a month of year and how horrible July was every day, July's horrible. July's horrible. Your 401's going down Your Your retirement's shot, you know, sell your house, move into a rock or something. And then here comes August and they look back and they go, Oh, wow. Oh, July was wonderful.
1: Yeah. How can I,
5: I trust anybody? How I don't, can I trust any, any I, of
1: these guys? I can't I can't make you trust anybody. That's going to be uh up to you. Um I well, I did I did I'm look at my you know, 401k. told me that
5: July was wonderful after telling me July was horrible. Yeah, so, I, I mean, did look at my if,
1: 401k even with July put in there. Um and, and yeah, my 401k went back up. My 401k is still down $25,000 since January. So even though July, uh, it's not looking wonderful yet. July looked better than any month since November. Um, but my my 401k, I'm still down 25000 oh. $25, in cash mine went down that January.
2: much, I'd owe them money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> IOU, have you checked? Have you checked your email? You might have an IOU. Yeah, I don't want to. Thank uh, you for the call, Clay. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, the Fudge Man writes in and says, here's is a... Is that his real name? Uh, part of it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, Radio waivers, here's a quick breakout of the monthly job report. Leisure and hospitality led the way with an increase of 96,000 jobs. Within that sector, restaurants and bars counted for 74,000 new payrolls. Growth here is expected to continue. Professional and business services followed with an 89,000 gain. Healthcare firms created 70,000 jobs. The government added 57,000 clothing and accessories stores posted the largest drop in employment, losing 5,200. While some sectors saw hiring largely unchanged through the month, the majority posted healthy gains. The job report is based on surveys conducted by the Bureau of Labor Statistics and is widely accepted as reliable by both political parties. And that was all from the fudge man.
1: You have some breaking news this morning. Um, Apparently, Russia now is ready to talk about a prisoner swap with the United States over Brittany Greiner. So basically, it sounds like maybe they were just waiting to find well, out if she was going to be they, guilty or innocent and in how many years she was going to be going to prison.
2: I mean, they want to get that arms dealer back. You know, as much trouble as they're having in Ukraine, they probably need an arms <laughs> dealer at
1: this point. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, I said prison. She wasn't going to prison. No, a penal colony. Which is way, way, way worse than going to prison.
2: Well, you work 16 hours a day, and then when you get back to your cell, people beat you up.
1: No, none of that sounds... I mean, being in prison not, doesn't sound attractive, but a penal col- colony doesn't, really doesn't sound it's good. It's not a lifestyle
2: choice that most people would make. John says the jobs number coming in uh, two times of what was expected is bad news. Yes, people are employed today. But what makes it worse is you, we, have more money chasing more products which aren't available. This exacerbates inflation, putting the brakes on large ticket items and durable goods, which causes the recession to deepen. So what if they rewrite the definition of recession to three, four, five quarters of negative GDP growth? We're still in a recession and won't stop until the government quits printing money.
1: Like I said we we don't know what's going to happen it, it, with this recession. It it could be over already or it could it could deepen because everything that we base everything on is lagging behind what is currently going on.
2: So the government doesn't need to stop printing money what because that's one of the things they they're do. Not going what, to yeah. What what people suspect they're doing is for instance, taking uh, $1 billion in old bills out of circulation and replacing them with $2 billion in new bills. <laughs> I don't think necessarily that's what's going on, but then again, I don't have any proof
1: it's not. Right. So everything we're getting is a snapshot of the past, which has no bearing on the on the present or or the future. The only thing you can go on is what, people are saying is going to happen. So if you take the Fed at their word that they are going to do everything within their power to stop inflation and that thing that they have, the hammer that they have to stop inflation, is raising interest rates, you kind of have to believe them at their word because so far they've been doing exactly what they say that they're going to do which means wow. that they're not going to slow it down if you see people still hiring, if you see still paying people more for the jobs that they're doing. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that the Fed is saying they're going to do everything they can to stop it. That's, Hannah, the, bad, that's the bad part of it. i
2: writing this down before I forget. Federal Government keeping their word <laughs> i just I'm sorry, I just never heard that before.
1: Lisa at the gym uh, writes in Mike at kpo dot com I work with a few different suppliers to the federal government, and we cannot deliver equipment that was ordered six to eight months ago. Not all is behind due to supply chain, but enough is there to delay delivery of entire orders from my point of view, GDP is skewed. How much of our domestic product is really just delayed as opposed to down? Could that be why the jobs and demand still are up in contrast to the GDP? Question mark. Do I, they I don't know.
2: Do they count orders or just completed orders?
1: Good question. I do I I talked yesterday um to the person that does my uh, Christmas lights, Rocky Mountain Christmas lighting, because they're starting to gear up now. I, I know it's only August, but they're already starting to gear up for Christmas lighting. Um, he had said be, they'd had supply chain issues and being able to get Christmas lights and cords and things like that uh, because of COVID and everything and, and weren't able to da- even get some of the stuff, products that they used for their Christmas lights. And he said, so uh, knowing that that was going to be a problem, they placed their order last year, 1st of October. Usually they place their orders um, for the following year in in February. But they said, hey, if this is going to be a problem, let's just place our order right now so that we can make sure and have it by Christmas next year. They just got that October order last month. (laughs) So luckily they did. So nine months later. Nine months later. Now the part that sucks, to order when they did, when we were having supply chain issues, they had to lock in the price of shipping at that time. That's Mm -hmm. how much they have to pay for shipping. Shipping right now is half the cost of what it was nine months ago, but they still have to pay the same amount
2: oh, that's too bad. that
1: they locked in, even though yeah. even though it's less. So they could it was
2: have... A, it was a gamble. Yeah. So they, well, they, won, they won part of it, but th- lost another part. There's
1: nothing they could do either, because yeah. if they ordered it now, they'd never get it in time for Christmas anyway. So paying you know half, half the price for shipping wasn't going to be an advantage anyway.
2: Got an instant message here, not signed, but it says, so you don't think the... Excessive nine years. Talking about Brittany Griner, I guess. So you don't think the excessive nine years wasn't just a bargaining chip? We're uh, not going to trade if she only gets six months or something.
1: You may be right. I I mean, if they, if she had only gotten six months,
2: do they just wait for another did, six yeah, months did, and do you, welcome did, her home?
1: Or? Would the United States have been willing to put up the Merchant of Death? If she was only going to be uh you know, in, in prison or at the penal colony, as we find out she's going to. Um it's only wanna... gonna be six months. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Did you see that movie Bridge of Spies? Yes. Okay. Very makes, good this, movie. This it makes me want to watch that again. Yeah.
1: About you know, Tom Francis, Tom Hanks,
2: right? Tom Hanks, but yeah. Francis Gary Powers and and uh, Rudolph Abel and all, all of them.
1: Uh Bill and Boise, you're on Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good
9: morning. Um you know, the one caller talked about how you know what a great July. Um, what we've got coming, and we have, uh, Intermountain Gas has increased residential rates by 25% starting this month. Um, Idaho Power has increased their rates. The trash company has increased their rates. Sewer rates are going up. We've got um, uh, you go to the you go to the market. Uh, forget about the stock market. Uh, price of bread, five bucks. the cheapest bread you can find is like two fifty. I mean this is ridiculous what's going on. Uh, interest rates are going up, so it's slowing down housing and it's going to slow down uh, all of the um, uh, the other uh, the other uh, compartments that that go into housing, furniture, uh, all of the construction. So I mean, July, the best month we've had. We are in um, a, a very difficult time financially. So I, I, I just don't see where this guy's jumping up and down because July, the stock market went up you have to, a 1000 points. The other thing
1: that people forget, too, and you have to keep in mind, the stock market is not the economy. There are Absolutely times when not. the stock market is doing great and the economy sucks, and there's time when the economy is doing great and the stock market sucks. Now, granted, there are components that go in that can, you know, cause the, the to, them to work yeah. in, in unison. Basically, but the stock market is not a, a basis to judge the economy yeah, on. Basically, the economy is jobs and wages. Yeah, and then it's also well, it's also people with a lot of money making bets on the future. They're they're not making bets on what's happening right now. They're going all right. Six months from now, a year from now, where do we see what the economy is doing? Are are we going to be in a deeper recession? Are we going to be in a depression, or is this all going to be over? And that—I mean—they're they're using their money to make that bet.
9: What about this initiative that is uh, on the ballot? Uh, it's it's a flawed initiative. All everybody's income tax rate is going to go up, and they're saying that no, there there isn't going to be a, a tax increase for the individual. That's a lie. It's yeah. been it's already been out there. So I, I don't understand why people are going to jump up and down. And if this thing passes, I will do everything I can to, for my legislators to say, ignore it. This is a flawed initiative. It should be pulled until it's uh, put on the ballot correctly.
2: People That's who have been opinion. talking about the, yeah, thank the, you for the, 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 the initiative call, in, the la- in the last few weeks, it, it, sort of, it, it sort of reminds you of that uh, Monty Python sketch, the argument clinic, You know, where it's all, yes, it is, no, it isn't. Yes, it is, no, it isn't. Yes, it is, no, it isn't.
1: 208-336-3700, uh, pound 670, Verizon Wireless. It's open phones Friday. Uh, we'll take a uh, break. One more segment. Final chance to get through uh, before uh, we begin our weekend, uh, before Chris be- begins his sabbatical. Yeah. Lucky bastard. <laughs> Chris will be I'll on in. vacation next and, week.
2: And believe me, I'll use all my time wisely. Rick Wor-
1: <laughs> Rick Worthington will be filling in. Uh, one more break uh, on the way. One more segment. 208-336-3700.
6: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Hey,
10: this is Joe Biden. I listen to, uh, Cat Chris, Chris and, uh, the, uh... Casper. The thing. Casper. Cat, Ka- cat, Ka- cat. Ka- Casper. Ka- Ka- Kas- that was closing up. Hey, Jack, I got this. (laughs) Comedian
1: Michael Clive, impressionist. Uh, It's going to be with Patrick Dardis tonight. Two witnesses, one world, Napa Civic Center tonight. Thank you. Uh, We just want to say thank you again if they're listening in this morning for uh, stopping by. Very good stuff. Um, We'll have a few more tickets to give away coming up here in just a couple minutes, so stick around for that. 208-336-3700, pound 670. New Verizon Wireless, Paul in Nampa. Good morning. You're on Talk KBY.
3: Good morning, you guys. You make my morning a little bit brighter, both of you. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Uh, you know, this Brittany Griner thing with her facing nine years, I wasn't too happy about that. But I, 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 it came to my attention that she she still sits for the national anthem when it's played. Um, I disagree. I don't. I think you should honor your country by standing, and you don't necessarily have to salute the flag, but I think you should stand and and honor it, and and with the uh, with the national anthem. So, I uh, you know, in one way, I thought that if she, if she got some time, let's say she doesn't even get six months before this is this is done, if the new deal is done. Is she, is she going to come back, and is she going to be grateful that she is an American this time, and that she can drive around in a Rolls Royce smoking marijuana, and not have to worry about going to prison for the next nine years, or is she going to continue like she's not learned anything? I think it'd be interesting to hear from her.
1: Yeah, I, I think I—the only thing I can guarantee for sure is that he's not. She's not going to be going back to Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think she's gonna yeah, going to be going back to Russia. That, that would be my guess as well. Um Joe writes in uh on a similar note on that. Do you think that basketball player uh griner will stand up for our national anthem when she gets back in the USA? Hard to say. I, I don't know. She may she may think that one doesn't have to do with the other and she may still sit um at basketball games in the future. If we I, I if know we,
2: it may, if we make the trade fairly soon, that may motivate her to
1: do so. I, I know I know one thing. <laughs> The first, when she comes back, first basketball game played, I guarantee that's going to be one of the main things that will be watched is whether or not she sits Hmm. or stands for the national anthem. Don't you think?
2: I'm still just in amazement every time I see her. She is six foot nine. Yeah,
1: Steven Starr, uh, text message in. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. I'm not upset at all if Micron doesn't expand its workforce here in the Treasure Valley. Ten to thirty thousand new residents doesn't hold much appeal as we are already pushing the limits on expansion. And I think that's the way. Um, you're not you're not alone there. That you know we we mentioned that the mega fab facility would add somewhere between twenty to thirty thousand. Or ten, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 10,000 jobs just at Micron, and and th- studies have shown that if, for every job you add like that, there are three support jobs added. If so you, you're yeah, talking 30,000 to 40,000 jobs. True. I mean, if you,
2: own jobs. A, if you own a store, a restaurant, construction business, anything, uh, that pretty much adds 30,000 more people with money in their pockets, exactly. not just 30,000 exactly. people. Exactly,
1: yeah. All right, that's about it for today. Appreciate it. Very fun show. Thanks for participating. We're uh, off on a weekend break. Chris will be on vacation. Rick Worthington filling in for him next week. Uh, before we leave, I promised to give you a couple more tickets. Uh, two more people. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless shows for two witness, one world, Nampa Civic Center. Uh, caller 6, caller 7. Uh, you've got those tickets uh, for either tonight or tomorrow night. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Monday.